You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Under Armour, giving every athlete the support they deserve to overcome obstacles on and off the court. Hi, I'm Kat Ventura, the executive producer of Teka Teka News. We're on a break right now, but we thought you might have some time on your hands to listen to some of our other podcasts. Here are some that we've put together that you might like. What you'll hear next are excerpts from Go Hard Girls. In this podcast, host Siege Tantenko imagines what the sports industry would be like if it was better for women. Our producer Nina Toralba chose the episode called Gia de Guzman Finds Her Purpose in Growing Philippine Volleyball. Born Gia Morado, you could say that volleyball was in her blood. We're four siblings, three sisters, and yung youngest namin is a boy. And thankfully, all of us play volleyball. We were exposed to the sport at a pretty young age. When you say um, four kayong magkakapatid, pang ilan ka dun? I'm the third. All four Morado siblings would play volleyball in the UAAP. Jessica Morado was a spiker for the Ateneo Lady Eagles. Jamie Morado, a libero for the UST Growling Tigresses. Even her only brother, Ariel Morado Jr., would follow in their footsteps to become a setter for the Blue Eagles. But the young Gia was supposed to take a different path because volleyball was not her first sport. So by the time you were growing up, your ates were already playing Right, yeah, they started first, and then I think I started like a couple of years after. Actually, it took a lot of convincing from them for me to go into volleyball because basketball was my first sport because dad is a basketball player. Paano ka convinced to try volleyball? Well, in our village, there's a court nearby, and a lot of our neighbors play every night. And I'm just there on the side watching until eventually both of my sisters started playing. Kids my age started playing also, but then, you know, I never really got into it. I was playing basketball on the side. I never got to play basketball in a team setup. It was just by myself or like with my dad. You know, shooting, shooting lang. But in our school, we could only join a varsity team when we reached grade five. So when that time came, I wanted to join the basketball team. But unfortunately, that year, they had to stop the women's basketball team. So I was looking for another sport. And then they said, why don't you just try volleyball? Like, train two times. And then if you like it, then go. If you don't, and then at least you tried. 
It was the lack of opportunities in women's basketball that led Gia to pursuing volleyball. And even then, the path towards pro volleyball had not yet been fully paved. But then when I started playing, a year, I wasn't 100% into it, but it was, there was something about it that was so challenging. Was it hard when you made the transition from basketball to volleyball? I think there were skills in basketball that made it easy for me to play volleyball. Like, I think the best would be the shooting motion. I think that's something that helped me in my position as a setter in volleyball. Like, the accuracy or the, like, the precision of getting a ball to a specific spot at a specific speed. So when you moved over to volleyball, in terms of the opportunities for girls, what is the availability of camps, of lessons, of media, of everything for girls? You know, I was fortunate enough to play in a school with a good sports program for volleyball. I didn't really find the need to find camps or academies outside of my school. There weren't a lot of academies or club teams going around for girls my age to, you know, do extra work or to, you know, play off-season because volleyball at our age was school-based. It's not a year-round thing. So what happens during summer? What happens over vacation when I want to play or when I want to train more and improve myself? Those opportunities weren't as much available for us that time. Through grit and skill, Gia has made a name for herself in her chosen sport. In some ways, her journey now looks different from what might have been had she stayed in basketball. The reality is that in volleyball, no one tells women, don't play that, that's not for girls. But it wouldn't be fair or truthful to say that Gia did not face any challenges as a woman in sports. I guess I haven't been also placed in a position or in a team that hasn't given me the chance to speak out or use my voice. In other teams, from what I've heard from other players also, yes, they're given the opportunity to play volleyball, but that's all they're expected to do. We're able to speak out of what we think can help improve our experience, can help make it easier for us to grow or to achieve higher goals. That's something that's not given to other teams. Women's volleyball is more of eye candy for other people. I guess we're only reaching that point palang na volleyball is really appreciated as a professional career na it's not just, you know, to see us women play ng basta-basta. Ako naman on the media side, I feel like we're only just reaching the point where media institutions are covering volleyball players the way that they really deserve to be covered in terms of what is focused on and how women are portrayed. Ang ganda rin makita na the way we're being portrayed as women is we work just as hard also as men in the sport that we play. Gia seems to be very aware of the privileges she enjoys as a female volleyball player, but she also still sees how gender stereotypes hold athletes in her sport back, even men. Her definition of breaking gender barriers in volleyball 
It's a mission to make the sport inclusive for everyone. There's no threat to men naman supporting and embracing, you know, the journey to equality. Kasi parang even in volleyball, men's volleyball deserve the spotlight also. After the pandemic, everyone really missed volleyball. It was gone for two years and then women's volleyball came back. People started looking for men's volleyball also. They're also appreciating that in the technicalities of the sport, the type of yung physicality it takes to perform such movements and skills in the sport. Na there is something in common for men's and women's volleyball. So there's a lot of you know barriers that have to be broken down. And at the end of the day, like volleyball is a community. The world of sports is a community. It's so much easier to break these barriers when it's done together. Like we couldn't have done it on our own. Or if we did it on our own as athletes, it would have been very hard. So for you, what is gender equality for volleyball? I think we're starting to get there. There's more coverage being given now to men's volleyball at the same time. Like even even when I was playing in UAAP, slowly, slowly, uh, there would be more coverages of the men's volleyball also. Though we're not really like expecting to be aired on TV every time, but at the same time, we'd really appreciate if more people were given the chance to appreciate the sport that you know, we all grew to love. So for you, an equal volleyball world is one where there are no barriers. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a guy or a girl, you know, if you're good at it, you get the same opportunities. Because right now, my heart is really for the grassroots program. Because I want to be able to you know, give the same or if not more opportunity than what I got. Because I have a feeling that in all of my work, if I got even more or better opportunities. So what more for other players right now playing in the grassroots program? So the type of equal world for volleyball that I want is both for boys and girls. And that was today's episode takeover of Go Hard Girls. Again, I'm Kat Ventura. This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano. If you're interested to hear the rest of the episode, you can find the link in the description of this podcast. Follow Teka Teka News and Go Hard Girls on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode was sponsored by Under Armour. Paraming salamat po. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. 
ACAST.com. <laughs>